0: So you're desperate to lose the weight. You've even considered Manjaro, Ozempic, Wagovi, but you're not too keen on the side effects or you just wanna go about it the natural way. What if there are a few things you could take, natural supplements, that gave you the same results without all the negative side effects? Today, I'm gonna break down the exact mechanisms behind the results people are getting from these incredible weight loss injections and share with you some ways that you can create these same results naturally. Today, I'm gonna share with you a healthier, longer-lasting, far less expensive alternative to weight loss. If you've been awfully tempted to try one of these weight loss injections because you want those incredible results, but the side effects are just a little too risky, you're going to love this episode. I'm going to share with you the research these pharmaceutical companies do not want you to know when it comes to these medications. Today could be the day you learn about the natural solution you've been searching for for years. That's what we're talking about today here on The Shaleen Show by the way, before we get going too far, I love finding out how in the heck this episode showed up in front of you. Like, were you searching the term? Is this something that you're doing a deep dive into? Did you used to do my workout videos? Do you always listen to my podcast? Or is it just like a random? Like I I love especially hearing from those of you who it's like the first time you've ever caught one of my episodes. All right, let's get to it. If this is one of the first episodes that you have stumbled upon to learn more about Ozempic, Wagovi, Monjaro, I highly recommend that you go back, which I will have marked in our show description. It's called Ozempic and Addiction. But in that show, not only do I talk about the latest research regarding these GLP-1 agonist injectables like semaglutide or semaglutide, depending on how you pronounce it, the difference between these drugs dosages, side effects, the pros, the cons, and my unbiased opinion. I mean, I really break it down in that episode. So if you haven't already done your research, I think that one is a great place to start. Assuming you have already done your research and that's why you're here today, now you've made a decision like, okay, I don't want to take the chances of some of the side effects I've read about. I don't want to take that risk. Or maybe you realize the benefit of learning how to do this yourself so that you're not drug dependent. And that's not to say that there's any judgment or anything wrong if you need to take a medication for the rest of your life, but I do think it should be a decision that you enter into from a very informed perspective. And one of the ways to do that is to know what are the alternatives? What are the alternatives cost? What can I expect in terms of results if I choose to go this route? As a reminder, drugs like Manjaro and Ozempic, our drugs are, are created synthetically in the lab, often using DNA technology like bacterial yeasts and cultures and proteins that act as GLP-1 agonists. Now, these drugs are really more akin to what most people refer to as biopharmaceuticals. This is important because the GLP-1 drugs, the GLP-1 agonists, is rooted in our physiological understanding of how the body and hormones specifically help people to gain weight, lose weight, to feel more hungry, to feel less hungry. And the injection itself mimics the GLP-1 response that your body should produce naturally.
1: What Osempic does to the body is it increases a certain receptor called GLP-1, which helps slow down digestion, thereby decreasing your appetite cravings. It even improves the beta cells of the pancreas to help restore insulin levels and anything that improves insulin resistance will help you lose weight. Well, it has some slight problems. Number one, it's a bit expensive. It's between, I think, $1,300 to $1,500 a month. And it has some slight minor side effects like nausea, vomiting, bloating, abdominal pain, headaches, gas, constipation, diarrhea, heartburn, and dizziness. Talk about the major side effects. Thyroid cancer. There's also been another side effect of suicidal thoughts, pancreatitis, kidney disease, retinopathy, which is damage to the retina, muscle loss, and gastroparesis. Is it really gonna solve your weight loss problem without giving you another problem?
0: It's also important to remind you that Manjaro and Ozempic are, they're very similar, but there are some differences that you'll hear about in that previous episode if you haven't already listened to it. And they're both approved, by the FDA for the treatment of type two diabetes. Now it is Wagovi that is approved as a weight loss medication. Again, it's also a semaglutide, semiglutide. I hear it pronounced both ways, so I'm gonna say it both ways. Side note, I just read a very interesting research report on another weight loss injection, a completely different drug that has even more remarkable effects. With all these drugs, however, they're really in their infancy stages and in, as far as what we know regarding the long-term effects. What are the long-term side effects of staying on this drug? We really don't know, which is likely why for months I've been hearing from you, what is an alternative to these medications? What else could I do besides this? If I've already tried all the diets, if I've already tried all the workouts, what else can I do? You've been asking for a natural alternative for months. Since the first time I covered this, back in February of 2023. And since that time, I've been looking at the research on these natural supplements, and as you've probably seen, something like berberine has been touted as nature's ozempic, but is it really?
2: A social media weight loss craze, it's called berberine. Some folks are saying it's nature's ozempic. It's a dietary supplement that's taking the internet by storm because some users claim it can actually reduce your appetite and help you drop pounds. A supplement popular with those who are looking for a cheaper alternatives to weight loss drugs
0: just in case you're new here i'm not a registered dietitian i am not a doctor i do not even have a degree in nutrition what i do have however is the supernatural powers of ADHD, which allow me to hyper-focus and research to the late hours of the night. For days and days and days, I'm obsessed with going deep. And that's what I've been doing. Having said that, you always want to refer to either a registered dietitian or your own physician before trying any new supplement. And there's a lot of reasons why you should do that. I mean, that's not just like a disclaimer that I'm saying, because supplements can interfere with a lot of other drugs that you're taking. There are certain supplements you should not be taking if you have certain conditions. So it's always best to check with your physician. This episode of The Shaleen Show is sponsored by our good friends at Organifi. I'm recording this in the evening. And one of the things I love to do in the evenings is to wind down with a hot cup of Organifi Gold chocolate. It literally tastes like a hot chocolate, you guys. I'm telling you. It's a soothing blend of medicinal mushrooms. Now, hold on. It doesn't taste anything like mushrooms. I'm telling you, it tastes like hot chocolate. And that's because they use organic cocoa, a holistic alternative to hot chocolate, and it literally calms your nervous system. It also improves your immune system. And for me, I find that I get into a deeper state of rest. So if you want to try one of the many Organifi products, I recommend that you check them out. Go to Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Shaleen, and you're going to get 20% off. As you know, I love a ton of their products. Any place where your diet might be deficient, like you're just not getting enough of that ingredient, or you want to bolster your immune system, which is so important, especially when we're talking about hormone health, weight loss, your mental focus, all of those things, you've got to take care of your immune system. And Organifi creates the highest quality supplements, most of which are in a powdered form, which allows you to just mix them with water, super convenient, all 100% USDA certified organic ingredients. And again, you get to try them for 20% off by going to Organifi.com forward slash lean. I'm going to spell it dot com forward slash lean for 20% off. There are certain supplements you should not be taking if you have certain conditions, so it's always best to check with your physician. So the way that I set out to do this was I wanted to look at like, what are the mechanisms that create weight loss when someone does one of these injections, right? So by the way, these are a weekly injection. And so I wanted to know like, Why are people losing weight? What is the mechanism? What is going on in the body? So that I could then look at natural supplements that create some of these same responses in the body as well as new habits and one special little secret sauce that I'm gonna share with you again, that the pharmaceutical companies, they do not want you to know about this. If this news were to get out, stock of Eli Lilly would plummet, (laughs) I think. So buckle up. Here we go. As I already mentioned, the research about semaglutides, semaglutides is is really in its infancy stages. We do know that they help the body make more insulin in response to food, thereby preventing the liver from making glucose. And this in turn creates this cascading effect where it slows down gastric emptying. In other words, not only do you feel full, you actually are full longer. So they play a role in also reducing ghrelin and leptin, which are the two biggest hormones associated with hunger and cravings. Now, this is really important because that the research supports that it also dampens dopamine. Now, dopamine is the thing that drives us to want things that make us feel good, like food, like alcohol, like things that we're addicted to, like online shopping or any number of things, gambling, let's not bring it up. All of these things combined create this cascading effect that makes people have less of an appetite. They don't want to eat. They feel full. And because they're not eating as much, they're not consuming as many calories, then the glucose levels go down. And as glucose levels go down, you start to have more energy. You start to have fewer cravings. And you see how all of this just starts to cascade. Now, as glucose and blood sugar levels seem to be the linchpin, as I'm sure you're figuring out.
3: One of the side effects, not
0: surprisingly, can be GI, nausea in some cases even vomiting as diarrhea or bowel issues, and in rare cases, pancreatitis and inflammation of the pancreas. And these drugs do carry a black box warning for a rare type of thyroid cancer. In addition to that, many people report the side effects of these two drugs being digestive issues, let's just put it that way, if you know what I'm saying, as well as nausea. Now, I don't know about you, but when I'm feeling nauseous, I don't feel like eating, and when we're not eating, Then our glucose levels go down, which of course means we're not eating. So we're consuming fewer calories. So in general, you're just, you're consuming less food for all of these reasons. And it's the consumption of less food that causes you to lose weight. Yeah. So obviously you're very intelligent and you've already put two and two together and you're like, okay, so glucose, blood sugar is, it's the linchpin. That's the thing that's making this all happen. Well, it's certainly a big part of it. And you might also ask yourself, well, then why wouldn't somebody just try to reduce their glucose levels and why wouldn't they therefore then have just as much success? If it were that easy, people wouldn't gain and lose and gain and lose and gain and lose or struggle to ever lose any weight if they just simply focused on blood sugar levels. It's just simply not that easy. And you know that. And now for the big disclaimer, because I don't want to waste any of your time. And I want to be completely transparent. I don't want to sugarcoat this. What I'm about to share with you is more work than doing a once a week injection. It is. I'm going to talk to you about some lifestyle changes you have to make, which you, know, you have to make lifestyle changes too when you're on one of these injections. Don't kid yourself. You're going to have to make a lot of lifestyle changes, like making sure that you stay close to a toilet and a few other things that I mentioned in previous episodes. But What I'm gonna share with you is, it's work. But in my estimation, this is a better route. Again, I want you to make the decision that's right for you and there's no judgment and nobody knows better than you what's going to work and what's not gonna work. But what I'm gonna share with you, if you understand the mechanism of the GLP-1, And what that normally does in our body, because that's something we normally produce. And if you understand how that works and that it does work and that you can get it to work better with some of the supplements I'm about to share with you and a few lifestyle changes, you could have weight loss that's permanent, that doesn't cost upwards of $1,200 a month, where you don't have to become drug dependent. Again, there's no judgment on that, but I'm just saying like, if that's something you're trying to avoid, what I'm about to share with you, yes, it is more work, but in my estimation, my professional opinion, this is going to lead to a much longer, more sustainable, healthier way to manage your glucose, to lose the weight once and for all. I specifically look for simple behavior modifications and supplements that would give you some of the very same benefits or close to the same benefits that people are getting from these injectable weight loss drugs so what did that mean that means okay so how can we create a disinterest in overeating how can we create in the brain this connection where when we start to think about unhealthy food like greasy foods like french fries and those kinds of things like not only do we not crave them they make us feel sick to our stomach I also wanted to give you a way to turn on or turn up the hormones that are responsible for feeling full, feeling satisfied, not craving food, dampening the dopamine when it comes to overeating. And then lastly, how do we mimic the effect of slow gastrointestinal emptying? I think we've done it. And now let me share with you these all-natural solutions. Number one, the slow gastrointestinal emptying. The best way that we can do this without medication is by increasing protein and fiber.
3: Things that improve GLP-1 release or action, are naturally occurring so glucose we obviously can't tell people just to eat glucose but yeah. if you eat complex carbohydrates like potatoes and sweet potatoes that some people say oh don't ever eat any carbohydrates complex carbs actually release glucose very slowly along the entire length of your intestine and there are receptors there that GLP will be released from so that's the first thing second thing mm-hmm. peptides and amino acids so proteins these other macronutrients cause GLP one to go up and cause you to feel full maybe this is actually why people that are on heavy-duty keto and carnivore diets actually feel better and lose weight and the last one is short chain free fatty acids so we're not gonna tell people to eat diets high in fat necessarily but interestingly fiber when it is consumed in a healthy diet there are bacteria in your gut fermentable bacteria that break down the fiber into short fatty acids that cause glp1 and this is one reason why you feel full so there's ways to hack your own glp1
0: high fiber foods are rich in soluble fiber and they slow down the movement through our digestive system now if you're not getting adequate fiber in your diet which most people are not then i highly recommend that you look into a quality fiber supplement this is not a sponsor of the show i will share the fiber that i take and i'm not recommending it to you i don't have any affiliation with it i will tell you that there's a lot of controversy around the one that i take and i take it because it tastes really really freaking good in fact it's in my water bottle right now and it's made by f factor there's been a whole bunch of controversy around this woman's diet And I'm not here to judge any of that. I do think it was a lot of like weird, mean girl internet stuff. However, the fiber is delicious. Another one that is highly reputable is GDX from our friend, Dr. Mary Claire Haver. And I will put the link to both of those in our show description. But again, I have no affiliation with either of these. I just know that if you want, especially women over 40, if you want to lose weight, without even really thinking about it, start tracking your fiber. It's crazy how fiber really does make you feel fuller, longer and promotes weight loss. It's also a really good idea to make it your goal to consume one gram of protein for every pound that you weigh. Now, some of you might be going like, that is a freaking ton of protein. And I don't hit that goal, but I make it my goal so that like, even if I'm like close to it, I'm doing better than if I weren't tracking it. So if you're going to track tooth, like I don't worry about calories, but I do try to look at my fiber intake and my protein intake. Other ways to slow down the digestive tract and to make you feel fuller longer is simply to avoid things that are simple carbohydrates. Anything that's high in sugar, anything that's like overly processed, anything that's soft and white and doughy and gooey and delicious, all of those things, they go through your system so fast. That's why when you eat them, you're like hungry two seconds later. It automatically increases your glucose levels and thereby lowering your resistance to wanting to eat more carbs. And it's a vicious cycle. Now let's talk about the supplements. First up, let's go with the one that everybody on the internet is talking about, berberine. I've never taken berberine myself, but it does show up in plants like the barberry, golden seal, Oregon grape. Berberine has been widely studied because of its potential to lower blood sugar levels. There are also some great studies suggesting that berberine can improve lipid profiles, reducing a person's cholesterol and triglycerides. Berberine also has anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties, which means it reduces inflammation, oxidative stress, and many other factors associated with chronic disease. Here's what everybody's favorite scientist says about berberine.
2: Berberine, which comes from a plant, or metformin are compounds that are now in kind of growing use for reducing blood glucose. They are very potent at reducing blood glucose, which will reduce insulin because the job of the hormone insulin is to essentially manage glucose in the bloodstream. The effects of berberine are, as far as I can tell, when looking at the literature, are very similar, if not identical, to metformin. Berberine, not surprisingly, has very strong effects in lowering blood glucose. There are four studies on this. In fact, they say that berberine is one of the more, if not the most effective supplements for lowering blood glucose. I find it amazing that these compounds exist. You've got this prescription drug metformin, and then you've got berberine, the stuff from tree bark, and they have effects that are essentially equivalent to one
0: another. Now let's talk about chromium. Chromium has been shown to help with insulin sensitivity, and it does so by helping the body to listen For insulin. And in theory, the body is then able to more effectively use insulin for energy. L carnitine is another one, specifically acetylite L carnitine. Now, this has been shown to facilitate fat oxidation, which means that it helps to convert fatty acids into ATP, adenosine triphosphate, and it's ATP that we use for energy. Yerba mate, yerba mate tea is one that you can drink and it actually promotes, it's proven to promote the additional uptake of GLP-1 naturally. I know you guys love the sleepy gummy, but I also know some of you don't do well with melatonin. You don't love melatonin and you're still struggling with your sleep and you're still looking for a natural alternative. I wanted to mention that you might want to consider trying a magnesium supplement Magnesium is one of those often overlooked, like super simple things that you can do to dramatically improve your sleep. That might be what's going on. Maybe it is as simple as being deficient in magnesium. But be careful, as I always say, not all supplements are made equally. So at my last doctor's appointment, when I had my hormone panel reviewed, my doctor, we were talking about the fact that osteopenia runs in my family. And I'm doing all the things from a lifestyle perspective that my, I should have very dense bones. I do heavy lifting. I do weight-bearing exercises. I eat like all the things lifestyle-wise. But one thing I asked is, what is a supplement that I could take? Thinking that she would tell me calcium, no. She suggested magnesium. So then I went on a search to find a really high-quality magnesium supplement, and I did. And the product is called Magnesium Breakthrough. And of course, as per usual, when I find something, I take it. And I have amazing results. I'm going to reach out to them and say, hey, would you be interested in sponsoring the show? And the makers of Magnesium Breakthrough are giving listeners of my show, which is you, 10% off. And all you have to do is use code Shalene. But here's the link magbreakthrough.com. Okay, I'm going to spell it M A G, like meg, like magnesium. Meg Breakthrough. I'm not saying meg, mag. mag as in magnesium, magbreakthrough.com forward slash Shalene, and then you enter the code Shalene. I will definitely put it at the top of our show notes, and don't forget to use code Shalene for your 10% off. I'm telling you, it makes a huge difference to the way you feel and the way your body functions. magbreakthrough.com forward slash Shalene. Yerba Mate. Yerba Mate tea is one that you can drink, and it actually promotes. It's proven to promote the additional uptake of GLP-1 naturally. And I love this because it's a great natural way for you to drink a tea, increase your GLP-1, like that is what's going on when people take this injection. And it also gives you a little caffeine boost. And we know that caffeine helps to suppress appetite. Studies of yerba mate show that it is especially helpful prior to exercise in the oxidation of fat. Not only that, but it helps to suppress appetite, plus the caffeine boost. Ultimately, yerba mate is a wonderful supplement if you're trying to control blood glucose levels.
2: The short takeaway is mate increases GLP-1 and yes, increases the percentage of fat that you'll burn. It increases fat burning. And that is especially true, it turns out, from the scientific literature, if you ingest mate prior to exercise of any kind. So if you want to burn more fat, drinking mate before exercise is good drinking it at rest when you're not exercising will also help shift your metabolism toward enhanced burning of fat by increasing fat oxidation. I'm a big proponent and consumer of yerba mate. Yerba mate is a tea that can promote the release of glucagon-like peptide one. And there are also new prescription drugs that are now hitting the market and for which there are really impressive clinical trials for diabetes and obesity that are essentially glucagon-like peptide one stimulator so they stimulate the release of that or they are in fact a synthetic version of glucagon like peptide one things like yerba mate and i'm sure there are other compounds out there as well but certainly yerba mate can stimulate the release of glp1 so for those of you that are looking for some mild appetite suppression and want to accomplish that while also ingesting caffeine yerba mate might be a good option for that
0: now there are countless other supplements i'm going to share some of those with you in just a moment and not in detail but i'm just going to share a list with you. But I have to finish with the biggest of all of them, I think, is magnesium. The most recent studies, 2021, 2022, regarding magnesium and obesity in glucose levels is just mind blowing to me that there's nothing about this in the news. Why would there be? I mean, pharmaceutical companies can't get a, have no reason for us to hear about these studies. Do you realize
1: there are over 200,000 secondary metabolites? These are uh, chemicals in plants that have therapeutic benefit to our bodies. In fact, 50% of all drugs are derived from these chemical compounds in plants. This is where big pharma gets their ideas. But of course, you can't patent them, so you can't make a lot of money. So they're probably not going to be validated as much. But Chinese medicine, Indian medicine, all these ancient cultures have used plants for centuries. And guess what? They don't give you all these side effects. In fact, rarely any side effects.
0: Magnesium is something you naturally produce in your body. However, most of us are incredibly deficient in it, especially women over 40, especially actually anyone over the age of 40 is typically very deficient in magnesium. Magnesium is an essential mineral involved in hundreds of biomechanical reactions in the body including those related to our blood sugar control, appetite regulation, and metabolism, mood, everything. Now, the way that magnesium does this is it enhances our sensitivity to insulin, which means when we're insufficient in magnesium, it affects our blood glucose levels.
1: Let's focus on how it can help with weight loss and diabetes. Magnesium is a key player in energy production. Without it, the body can't make enough ATP, which is the molecule responsible for providing us with energy. Magnesium is also critical for proper muscle function and contraction. Our hearts in particular depend heavily on magnesium to function properly. It's also essential for building more lean muscle mass, which is especially helpful if you're trying to burn more fat and lose weight. When it comes to diabetes, magnesium plays a key role in regulating insulin sensitivity it helps the body properly use insulin allowing glucose to enter our cells and provide us with energy magnesium is involved in glucose metabolism it helps regulate the enzymes that break down glucose ensuring our bodies can properly
0: convert carbs into energy insufficient levels of magnesium creates elevated blood sugars magnesium is also involved in the activation of AMP an activated protein enzyme that is very important to cell. Cellular energy. This also regulates insulin sensitivity. Insulin is what we need to transport glucose into the cells, thereby helping the cells to utilize glucose for energy. Do you see how critical magnesium is when it comes to our, not just our hormones and our glucose levels, but the regulation of cell activity? Magnesium is responsible for hormone regulation. It's involved in the regulation of hormones like ghrelin and leptin. If you have inadequate levels of magnesium, your hunger hormones are going to be through the roof. Magnesium is also responsible for mood regulation, stress regulation. It controls cortisol. Cortisol levels are elevated when our magnesium levels are insufficient. Ultimately, in order to optimize our metabolism, we need optimal levels of magnesium. Magnesium is essential for metabolizing fats, proteins, carbohydrates. It helps with energy production. If you need adequate energy to get through your workouts, to have more energy to get through your day, to improve muscle development, which improves our metabolism, you need adequate levels of magnesium. Not to mention, I mean, we're not even talking about some of the other things like mood regulation and bone density. Magnesium is probably one of the most underrated minerals that we need to have. And yes, you can get it and should get it from your foods as much as possible. I mean, I'm a food first kind of person, but the fact of the matter is most of us just aren't getting our micronutrients, not the macronutrients. It's the micronutrients that studies show have the greatest correlation to obesity. Additional supplements that may aid in glucose production and weight loss include Fenugreek. Fenugreek seeds have been shown to improve insulin function and lower blood sugar levels in diabetic animals, potentially due in part to an increase in GLP 1 activity. Curcumin. Curcumin is the active component in turmeric, and it has many anti inflammatory and anti diabetic effects. And again, there are some studies that show that it may stimulate additional GLP 1 secretion, although those studies have not yet been proven. In addition, you might want to consider ginseng bitter melon and resveratrol found in red wine and grapes okay so we've already figured out how to naturally feel fuller longer we've also talked about how to control blood sugar levels and how to naturally increase the glp1 secretions that our bodies should produce naturally we've talked about how to regulate hunger hormones improve our metabolism have fewer cravings and fewer cravings means we're going to snack less what about the dopamine what about the metabolism What about the muscle loss? That's my biggest concern with people who are taking a weight loss injection is the studies very conclusively show that people are smaller, like they're weighing less on the scale, but they're not any more healthy. Generally speaking, because they're losing so much muscle, muscle is, it's your fountain of youth. It's what's going to make you live longer and live fuller. It's what's going to keep your metabolism going If at some point you decide to go off one of these medications and if you don't have the muscle you need to support the metabolism, all that weight is coming back. So why not try a natural alternative and combine that with walking and weights? Walking promotes blood glucose regulation. I mean, there's an immediate glucose uptake, both walking in zone two, which is like a cardiovascular level where it's comfortable, you enjoy yourself, but it's still a great workout. You can go a little bit longer in zone two cardio and zone two cardio like walking has been shown to improve insulin sensitivity. That sustained activity levels from walking in a zone two is going to help your body to more efficiently regulate blood sugars. Not to mention the fact that you're burning calories. So you don't have to cut back as many calories as some of these people are doing on these weight loss injections. And I just don't really even understand how doctors are okay with what I'm hearing some people are consuming in terms of their calories. Dramatically restricted below what any registered dietitian would say is a healthy level. When you combine that with strength training, now you're putting muscle in your body, a very active tissue. Now you're increasing the amount of calories you're burning at rest. Now your body is using glucose as energy instead of storing it as fat. Now what we're doing is creating our own cascading effect, but we're doing so in a way that has no cost associated. Well, I mean, other than the supplements. But other than that, like when I say cost, I mean, there's no cost or risk to your health. In fact, the opposite is true following a natural plan like this, where we're mimicking the mechanisms of these semaglutides, semaglutides, and combining that with an exercise plan, first of all, there's no injection. Second of all, you're going to look younger. You're going to feel younger. You're going to have the foundation for sustained long-term weight loss without drug dependency. Now, if you need a specific plan for walking and weight training, I'd love to share with you a previous episode that I did. It's titled Shaleen's Weekly Workout, and you can find it on YouTube if you actually want to see what the workout looks like. I encourage you to click the link below in our description. I'll have it linked there so you can just find it really easy. You can watch or listen to that episode right after this one. But the last and final thing I want to talk to you about is something that drug companies don't want us to know. It's called the placebo effect.
2: In 1996, 56 volunteers took part in a study to test a new painkiller called Trivaricane. On each subject, one index finger was covered in the new painkiller, while the other remained untouched. Then, both were squeezed in painful clamps. The subjects reported that the treated finger hurt less than the untreated one. This shouldn't be surprising, except Trivaricane wasn't actually a painkiller just a fake concoction with no pain-easing properties at all. What made the students so sure this dummy drug had worked? The answer lies in the placebo effect, an unexplained phenomenon wherein drugs, treatments, and therapies that aren't supposed to have an effect, and are often fake, miraculously make people feel
0: better. What inspired me to look further into the placebo effect is a message that I received from somebody who listens to the show who shared with me that they were actually doing a trial for one of these weight loss injections and they ended up getting the placebo and they didn't know that they had the placebo. And guess what? They lost tons of weight like they'd never lost before. And they thought that they were taking this miracle drug only to find out they had been given the placebo So what is the placebo effect and why don't drug companies want us to know about it? Placebo effect is a psychological and physiological phenomenon where people actually experience improvements from their symptoms, even though they've been giving or receiving a treatment that had no therapeutic benefits. In other words, they've been given a dud. (laughs) But research shows that our brain chemistry changes when we believe something's going to work for us. The expectation of relief, in other words, the belief that something is going to work for us, releases endorphins and a neurochemical process in the brain that actually alleviates symptoms or improves or changes us in the way that we're told this medication is going to do for us. Wild, right? When we develop new medications and new treatments, we spend enormous amounts of money, of time, of effort trying to outperform the placebo effect. If the drug outperforms the placebo, which, by the way, it's very difficult to do, only about 10% of new drugs pass this test, but if it does, the placebo effect is immediately deemed irrelevant. We start marketing the drug and prescribing the drug, and we forget about any benefit that could have occurred from just a placebo. So here's what I want you to consider. Consider the research behind all of these supplements and lifestyle changes that I've shared with you today. I mean, most of it's indisputable. And if you believe that these things will work for you the way they have millions of others, then the only thing you have to lose is the weight without the side effects, without the cost of the medications, without the potential risk of cancer and other outcomes that we just don't know yet because we just haven't studied the long-term use of these drugs. Listen, my goal here is to help. I want you to live longer. I want you to live fuller. I want you to be happy. I want you to be healthy. And I do believe, as you know, if you've watched those previous episodes or listened to those episodes that I've done on, you know, Ozempic and the other GLP ones like Wegovy and Monjaro, I think there are certain people who it's the best alternative for them. It's much safer, perhaps, than remaining in the obese state that they've been at for many, many years where we, we know for a fact that there are far more risks associated with obesity. And for those of you who say, I've done all these things, Chalene, I've I've done them for years. It just doesn't work for me. You know, well, then at least you made it to this point in the video. Listen, we're all very different. We're all very unique. I don't think there's a one size fits all for all people. It is very interesting, though, to look at some of this research and also to keep in mind the power of these pharmaceutical companies. It's just really weird to me that like they're shoving these weight loss medications down our throat. It's like every news story. I mean, the doctors are so excited to give it to everybody, not just diabetics, but now that it's FDA approved for weight loss, like people are so excited to take this drug and we just don't have long-term studies. So why not try a healthier, much more natural, much more proven way to reduce your blood sugar levels to reduce your cravings, your hunger hormones, and to find a way to build muscle and do it. And I don't want to say the right way, because that would seem to suggest that another way is the wrong way, but perhaps a more natural way. Listen, I love you. I love spending time with you. It means the world to me that you gave me some of your time because you'll never get it back. So I very much want to honor it when I'm spending this time with you. I try to do my research and make sure that I'm coming to you in a way that it makes sense. It's easy to understand. So thanks for spending some time with me. I love you. I mean it. I'll talk to you soon.